for this. Hi, I'm Tony Doe, and this is my podcast where I get to chat with radio folks who answer questions fans are curious about. This audio series is about people from different backgrounds who share their radio stories and how they feel about the medium's present and future. The Tony Doe podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. So listen, subscribe, and share. Now let's meet my guest, Brits, who is a presenter, a newscaster, producer, content creator, I just say all around uh, media guru. And she is an independent producer, you know, working partly for Nigeria LNG is a CSR program called Ibani R that airs on Wazubia FM 94.1 in Port Harcourt. When did you fall in love with radio? Uh, When did I fall in love with radio? All right. So it happened uh, some time ago when uh, my dad was pretty ill. Uh, May he rest in peace now. Uh, he was ill and somehow radio was now my best body, you know, couldn't sleep at night, had insomnia for close to like six months. And I just found out that radio was just my better half at that point in time. And um, somehow it just happened that the pressure was getting too much. And, you know, my uncle said, if we're not careful, we're going to lose this girl before the person that is actually ill. So I spoke to a friend and he said, okay, uh, can you do radio? I'm like, I don't mind. I'll just give it a shot. And that was how I started the journey into radio. So I wasn't worried then. I would take a trip to Onicha Obosi, um, to do a show every Thursday and I come back to worry on Friday. So that was at uh, Odeniwo FM at Tobusi and I uh, was working directly with Make and uh, a boss of Wazobia FM now in Onicha introduced me to Make and that was how the love for radio started. And before then I had done something really short uh, with uh, DBS back in the day. So, and that was how it all started. And I got into radio and I just loved everything about it. Uh, production, music, content, um, creation and the likes. Who are your biggest radio influences growing up? Okay, back then, I loved this woman, Ruth Badamesia. Yeah, I think Badamesia. That's her name. I loved our news line back in the day. Uh, we had the like of Sirius Stober. Uh, I also loved this guy, Kirian, on NTA as, as well. So those are the persons when they were on TV, I just find myself getting glued. You know, I was more of the TV person. I loved the TV. So I didn't really, you know, listen to radio to know the persons or mentors that I could have picked, but the TV was like my best bet. Okay. So those are the persons that I really enjoyed back in the day. So let's say radio hadn't trapped you the way it did eventually. What options would you have had if radio wasn't in the picture? I would have been a computer scientist because that is what I studied in school and also fashion designing. Maybe I would have taken those things uh, a bit more seriously 
and in a bigger way. By the way, I still do my fashion thingy. I still do it. I still design. And uh, I guess I've made something for you, boss. <laughs> Indeed you have. A pair of shorts. Absolutely love them. You've worn many hats on radio, including production and presentation. But what's, what's your favorite radio shift? Do I really have any? I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I don't really get attached with um, anything that uh, concerns the shift or belt because I know that there'll be changes. So I, I don't really... I don't really have any fave, all right? But for the morning belt, afternoon, drive time, night, midnight, I enjoyed all of them. So I can't really tell you that I have uh, a favorite. I can't really tell you. But if you say favorite days, I would say I love working from Mondays to Fridays. I don't like anything disrupting my weekend, but, you know, it's radio. What are the qualities of a good radio producer? A good radio producer, to me, I feel is one that could understand um, what he's about to give out, the content he's about to give out, the persons that you want that content to get to, how you want it to get to them, why you want it to get to them, and when you want it to get to them. I feel those things, if you have those um, uh, tips at, at the back of your mind, that makes you a good radio producer. And also, the person presenting those stuff. I feel you need to understand that person and uh, what that person can offer. If the person can understand what you just brought out of your head and interpret it. Very well. I feel those things, uh, you know, makes you a good radio producer. I just feel that's my own take. Uh, managing radio talents. Yeah, I know the job is all about, um, you know, doing the job no matter the situation and uh, no matter the times you just have to deliver. Yeah, but I feel managing radio talents, you have to understand that person. For me, what has really worked for me as a radio producer is having this connection with the persons uh, that I am working with, right? We get to talk. I ask questions. We get to gist. Now, some persons, they are into themselves. They don't really want to give much, but they have it in them. Now, how do you bring it out? I have this lovely discussion, you know, before we start that program, talk to me. What is it? What are your fears? What do you feel like? How do you, you know, what are the challenges? What, what are those things that are in your mind that will make you feel that you can't do all of this? So somehow when I have those conversations with those people, I tend to get, get more out of them. I tend to learn more from them as well. And it makes the work much easier for me. And another thing is when the person with that talent, you know, can open up to you. It's two things. Sometimes you meet the ones that are not really ready to open up, to even talk to you. They just want to give me the job and let me get it done, you know. And the other person is like, okay, how do I make it uh, much more better? How do I get it to the next level? Let's talk, let's discuss. When you meet those kind of persons, it makes it easier. And you also um, find out what works out for each person, you know, because um, 
talent is something that is diverse, it's unique, it's it's just colorful. So you just know you need to know how to work with different persons and speak to different persons in the language that they can understand. Who do you vibe with pass for office? Like who are your favorite colleagues at work? Uh, uh, okay. I'm always attracted to um, people that, that just knows how to solve issues. I don't know why. When I see you and you're all about like a problem solver, when there is a situation, instead of complaining, just know that the question you ask is, okay, how do we get it done? Somehow, I just, I don't know. It's it's magnetic like that. <laughs> and also, I love people that love music. I'm a music head. So when you talk music, not just surface, you know, kind of talk about music. When you give me a deep um, analogy of music, you know, you go way back, you know, those artists from way back. I just find myself connecting with you and somehow you are one of my favorites. So uh, basically, I have a whole lot of DJs as friends, good DJs, uh, production uh, gurus, audio gurus as friends as well, and as well as uh, content creators. So those are my favorites, colleagues, you know. What was a typical day at work like for you when you were, you know, trend FM? I'm going to speak now on the current job that I'm doing. Uh, Ibani, uh, I left Trend FM, uh, year 2020. So let me just talk about, uh, a typical day back then at Trend. Okay. I kick start the breakfast show, which is by six o'clock. So I need to get there by, let's say, 5.45 because I have a co-host back then. And, um, we just get together, you know, do a, a, a swift uh, rundown of what we have and uh, pick the songs. I'm more particular about the songs. I don't know. I'm, I'm this person that um, when 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 you have a program to deliver to present, I feel your songs makes it a whole lot better when the lyrics are in tuned. For example, um, I, I was listening to. Um, a radio program and um, I had Vox Pop, you know, people talking, expressing themselves and saying the things bothering them. The next song that came after that Vox Pop was that, be like, you don't they talk too much, fame. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? I, you ask them to talk, right? And you're also telling them to keep quiet. So I, for me, I feel the music has a bigger part to play in presentation. So we do all of that run through. We'll go back and forth about the song we're going to play. No, don't play this one. It's not suitable for this time of the day. It's past six in the morning. We need something this. So we'll do all of that and start presentation till like nine and we're done with the show. And after that, it's about the news update by 10. I come back by 11 again to like uh, present the celebration show about celebration, jivey here and there. By 12, sometimes I take the world news by 12 and I take the news updates by 2. And sometimes I'm done for the day, but sometimes I come back by 6 p.m. again to like... Um, read uh, another news bulletin. So for now that I'm at, um, you know, an independent producer for a one hour, 
uh, I feel it's a little bit lighter and somehow tedious at the same time because um, I'm at the end where I create content. I write the scripts. There is a picture in my head and I want my presenters to give it to me that way. So I find myself doing a whole lot of uh thinking deep thinking this time like more of it because i do that a lot but more of it because I'm not always comfortable so when i do something i need a change i want it to sound different all the time i don't want you to catch me that uh that uh unexpected i want it to be there at all times and it's a whole lot of work so i find myself you know doing all of that 247 you know, so kind of um, indoors all the time. All right. So that's just how it works this time. Uh, the most rewarding experience I've had so far on radio is um, when I was a uh, head of programs at uh, Trend FM during my tenure and Trend went to number one in Delta State, number two in Anambra. It was really a beautiful thing because take it or leave it, programs is like, uh, I don't know if it's the head of radio or the neck, but it's between those two. <laughs> so it was really nice when um, the statistics came in. I was really happy, you know, as head of program then, and it was really something nice and beautiful. And um uh, it's still there. Gender Femme is still number one in Delta State. So it's still a beautiful thing as well. So that was like one of the most rewarding experience I've had so far. There are so many experiences, but that one. The most difficult experience for me is uh, when you have um, square pegs in a round hole around you. I, I, don't, I don't think there is anything more frustrating as that. When you have square pegs in a round hole, you know, I don't know, maybe leading a team, in a team, it's really hard for you to communicate. And one of the experiences is like having most persons or some persons around you that are more emotional than being logical and tactical. It's really a, a crazy problem. And we all know that radio is a chain. When a part of the chain is lagging behind, somehow the other persons will be affected. So that's how it works. So that's like the most difficult experience for me. What do you think about radio talents having a union? Do you think it's something that can help uh, broadcasters going forward? Radio broadcasters, of course. Uh, radio talents having a union. I, I don't know if they have, but I feel... They should, but let's take other unions, for example. What are they really doing for themselves? That's my own take about uh, unionism and, uh, you know, the whole lot. Having a union, what do we have to do? Are we going to be protected? Are these creatives, you know, are they, are they, do they have a say, you know? So, uh, for me, yeah, if, if, if it's really going to stand and we have rules and laws that, that is guiding this union, why not? But when you, when you say you have a union and nothing is working, then I feel it's a total waste of time. That's for me though. This brings me to this. What do you think about NBC and regulation and how they are regulating broadcast media in Nigeria? My thoughts on NBC regulating media content. Ah, uh, yes, I feel it's okay, but 
the things they are regulating are not really the things that I want them to regulate. Let's start with music, for example. I don't see why some kind of songs would even come out to the hearing of the public before you ban it. That's my take. Um, when I was um, programs head at Trend FM, when I hear some songs, you know, because I always go back to the production booth and check out what the librarian, sometimes I, I, I do that by myself as well to edit and clean songs, download as well. There are some songs that can't even make it to the software, the jazzler, the radio jazzler. You, you can't make it. And when my colleagues ask like, ah, um, this song is popping. We need to, I'll tell you that. Girl, you can't play that. I don't know about the next person, but as far as I'm the one in charge here for this particular department, that radio can, that uh, song rather can come on air. And sometimes they, they pick it up like, why this and that? I feel radio is something, especially from six to like, let's say seven in the evening, six a.m. or five a.m. in the morning to like seven in the evening. It's supposed to be a family thing that everyone can listen to. You have kids going to school in the morning and you're listening into radio and you are playing some kind of songs that I, it's really foul to my ears and as an adult talk more of children so those songs i feel that the nbc should have a screening body like when a song is out before any song is being uploaded on the cloud for people to download it's supposed to pass through that table and it's supposed to be swift and fast because we have people dropping songs every second. If this song is not good, and they do it with all being fair, being critical in their judgment and have pointers to everything they're doing, not, you know, making it about tribe or about who you know in the office, this and that. And also, uh, what is NBC doing about um, the life of a radio person, an average media person? You go to some radio stations and uh, presenters and radio personalities are working their butt off. Some persons walk around the clock. What is NBC doing about it? Radio persons, do they have, you know, health insurance? You could hear of a radio person, you know, is ill. The management doesn't give anything, doesn't really care about the person like, okay, get well soon and get back to work. Now, if you don't get back to work on time, they always find a replacement. And you always hear this thing like, well, um, there are so many persons dying to get your job. Uh, if you are not willing, um, there are persons to replace you. What is NPC doing about that? Those are the laws and guidelines that they should do they should put in place if they really care about the life of a radio person or media person now you see some persons falling ill at work there there is no health insurance of any sort most radio stations they don't have that hospital for checkups for their for radio persons to say okay uh once in every uh, three months you you go for your checkup i need the cards filled i need reports from that place to bring back to ensure that you're in good health 
those are the kind of guidelines that NBC will set, all right, to like protect the lives of media people. So those are some of the rules they could set, not other things like um, you say something on Twitter, okay, at the radio station, you cannot say something like this. I mean, what is radio all about? Giving the voice to people who can't really say much. That is, that is the essence of radio. So why really take that right? And you tell me that, um, uh, radio is a, it's no longer a voice to me. So those are the things they, they should regulate, not really the things that matter in the society. And you want to tell me that you want to take it out. I, I, I have issues with that. I feel if they want to regulate, they should regulate the right things, not regulating uh, the right things in the wrong way. It's really crazy for me. What's the best thing a fan has done for you? Okay, so the best thing a fan has done for me was to give me a book. I was, I was amazed. And to think about it that, um, the man was in his, um, seventies. Yeah, seventies. And he sent me a book and he wrote a note like, Brit, thank you for all that you do. You're just one um, different girl in this generation and time. You don't show your age. You are just too mature for this generation. Thank you for all you do on radio. You know, I, I, was, <laughs> I was so happy that day. And oh, that's like the best thing uh, a fan has done for me. What's been the worst experience you've had with a fan? <laughs> okay, so this happened when we had an event, <laughs> an outdoor event at Trend FM. Yeah, so uh, because of the celebration show that I do, now everyone feels that Brits is a loud and jivey person. She can make noise for Africa, but uh, the reverse is always the case. <laughs> I'm just into myself. So the girl was like, where's Brit? I need to see Brit. They pointed to my direction rather and said, okay, that is Brit. And she came up to me and she said, are you Brit? I said, yes, I'm Brit. How are you? And she said, fine. And she said, okay, I came to say hi. And I said, okay, hi, what's your name? And she called her name. I said, oh, you called my shoe? She said, yes. You know that kind of response like, ah, is this the person? So she left and she didn't know I was just, you know, coming behind her. Like I was just following her. And she told my other colleague like, ah, ah, is that the Brits? She's so rude. Ah, ah, what kind of nonsense get like that? And she sounds nice on radio. <laughs> and I just said, I'm here. And she was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I said, no, wahala, because I'm calm, right? I said, yes. I said, okay, that's how radio works, actually. <laughs> you don't really, <laughs> it was really crazy. Uh, somehow, uh, what she said, I thought about it like, ah, ah. So me being calm is me being rude. So that's like one of the craziest things I've uh, experienced from a fan. Talk to me about your pet peeves. Three things that annoy you the most in this life. Okay, the first one is having square pegs in a round hole. It could it could ruin any radio station. Now it happens a lot in our industry where you have people saying, "Okay, ah, uh, okay, she's nice. She's got a voice. She's beautiful. She can take this station to the next level. She has this and she has that." And this person doesn't really have 
any idea of how radio works, right? She doesn't know the rules. She doesn't know uh, the pros and the cons. Okay, being in that position where you get to learn, no. She's at that position where because she knows someone. So that is like square pegs in a round hole. I really find it really annoying, right? You know, in any part of radio, especially when you have square pegs in a round hole leading you know the team it's it's mad secondly i just hate the beef in the industry it's really annoying you know uh sometimes we just come out to say yeah we are on air personalities we are radio people you know i got love for you there is no love anywhere all right the next person is looking for a way or is looking for how to take you out from that position the next minute. You know, if he or she has that thing to say, okay, take this person out. They take that person. It's really annoying. I find it really disgusting for you to say, okay, I want this person off. I want this person off this place. And you come to my face and you tell me that, you know what, this and so it's that, that I find it really annoying. Then thirdly, um, the the fake thing in the industry. Uh, I was I was li- listening to um, a pigeon presenter, and she was um, I don't know how to put it now. Okay, she was observing the is it the tifa sound or what now in pronunciations i mean it's a pigeon presentation right and you want to get to the lowest of low that is why you are presenting in pigeon english uh, it's it's three you know in catch thief i'm like what is going on it's a pigeon station i really wanted to listen to the originality but it's no longer there okay fine switch to the uh, english speaking station you can't actually do well there so why being fake I, it's really annoying to me if you're a pigeon presenter mind your business you are in english mind your business and please let's all work on the accent thing you have this accent sometimes you hear some people having uk us and australian accent at the same time i I find it really annoying (laughs) i'm so sorry about that (laughs) it's really crazy it's really really crazy for me so those are just a few right three of them yeah like you said what are the favorite things you do when you're not on air uh one of my favorite thing to do off air of air is um i love listening to people listening to people i don't know i just love that and uh, just bring up one mad topic like that then sit back relax and listen to how it's going to pan out <laughs> you know i love doing that a lot and um i also love chilling long time i do that a lot just by myself cooking one or two yeah, so that's what I really do of it. Then think of some crazy ideas as well. When you go, what will Brit's legacy be? The legacy, legacy I have to leave. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, same way I called uh, Ruth Badamesia. Now, I just feel much later. Somebody can also say, yeah, there is one woman, Brit. She used to be a mad radio producer. She's a 
good presenter. You just, you want to listen to that woman when she talks, when she's giving out some, um, when she's talking at an event, you need to hear her. She has so many ideas up there. I mean, that is the legacy I want to leave behind to say that, okay, because you're a girl doesn't mean that, uh, there are some things that, um, you can't do, you can actually do it. And being a female doesn't mean that, uh, because they say you're a female, uh, I want to outdo everything. No, you go do the one way you feel do, do the one way your hand reach, do I'm well. And don't just have a free mind to be like a bird or water. And basically that's just what I want to leave behind. No hate, no beef. Just live my life and be remembered for good things, actually. So that's just it. My guest on the Tony Doe show on this episode has been Brits. Thank you so much, boss. Uh, my name is Remain Brits, a radio producer and somebody who loves everything about radio. Thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate If you enjoyed the podcast, do me a favor and tell somebody about it. Let them check it out as well. Also, if you'd like to support, the links are in the show notes on how you can do that. Thank you for listening.